0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. The topic for tonight um, came because there was a question, a practice question submitted um, on the, uh, the, the, the Google form that I put on the link for this event. And it's a question about continuity of awareness in daily life. And um, the person references a kind of practice that I often teach with um, practicing with awareness in daily life and mentions some struggles there. But what I'd like to do to start is to just describe a little bit the practice that the person is referring to in the question so there's some context for uh, for what what um, the response is and also um, maybe you'll find this uh, this description interesting it connects a little bit to what i suggested in the guided meditation recognizing when awareness returns so this is a practice for daily life Um, for myself in daily life and i find often for a lot of people in practicing in daily life Telling people to try to be mindful all day long is just, you know, not going to work. People have a lot to do, a lot of other um, things on their mind, a lot of um, things they need to engage with and trying to carry mindfulness along with you through everything you're doing. Often it just feels like you're carrying around this heavy weight and it just doesn't feel like it happens. Um, so i've i've um, in my own practice, one of the the key explorations i've made around daily life practice is to be curious about when awareness does arise in daily life. so just that familiarity of seeing awareness return it actually happens a lot to us in our daily lives uh, there's a kind of um, a way that when awareness returns, sometimes we don't consciously notice it because we're so quick to jump on what awareness has kind of taken in and start processing it or doing something with it. Because generally, we're more interested in what awareness is aware of than we are in being aware, in recognizing that we have become aware. And so that habit Um, often when we become aware again, after we've been lost very quickly, you know, like we're sitting at a stoplight kind of spacing out and, you know, and then the light turns and we become aware of that, but we don't really consciously recognize I've become aware because we're almost immediately knowing red light. This is what this means. I need to do something. And so it's like the return of awareness gets submerged. So this is this is kind of an invitation to just see if you can begin to be interested in that those moments when awareness returns in your daily life. It happens a lot, as I said a minute ago, it happens a lot in our daily life. Um, and if you can begin to get attuned to it, to notice when it happens, and you may not notice it very much at first, you know, it might be three or four times a day, you might notice, oh, awareness is back. <laughs> and and in that moment, again, just kind of taking in what's it like to be aware now? What, what is awareness easily knowing in that moment? So it might be a body sensation. It might be sounds. It might be sight. It might be a thought. It might be an emotion or mood. It might be what somebody's saying. It could be um, the uh, like, for instance, sometimes I I find when I'm out walking, um, if I'm kind of lost in my thoughts when I'm walking, if something unusual happens in my field of vision, like a car goes by, or or there's some kind of change, uh, um, a, a little a little kid kind of pops out into my field of vision, there is this kind of waking up, and it's like the mind orients to seeing in that moment. It's like the change of the visual field will kind of trigger the awareness to return and so that moment you know that the, the awareness has returned with something so just just be curious about that moment just the noticing of oh i'm mindful here and in the simplest of ways in that moment take in how you are in that moment i'm there's awareness this is what awareness is aware of and in a, Maybe just a simple, simple of, well, there's ease or there's tension, just that much. And then what I often suggest, and this sounds counterintuitive for a mindfulness teacher, get on with your day. Don't try to hold on to that mindfulness. Don't try to keep the mindfulness going in that moment. Now, sometimes it might be able to last a little while, And it might be like when I'm taking walks, for instance, it's like mindfulness returns and and it can hang out for a while because I'm not particularly doing much else than walking. And so it's pretty easy to be present when I'm walking. And I remember, oh, yeah, I can be present while I'm walking. But often, you know, we, we will have mindfulness return in the midst of some activity. Like, you know, we're we're engaged with something, a conversation with somebody, or we're doing something kind of um, focused on our computer. And, you know, we, we recognize, oh, I need to go get this thing. And then for a split second, we recognize, oh, I'm aware now. And, and just take in that moment of now I know that I'm aware. The more we can attune to that moment of mindfulness returning in our daily lives, the more we will notice it happening, it's like the mindfulness begins to get familiar with that moment. Mindfulness begins to get familiar with that experience of mindfulness returning, and because it happens so much through our day, where it's a little bit just below the surface of our conscious awareness, it's almost like that attunement to that experience of awareness returning begins to connect with the uh, the subtler. Um the subtler times when awareness returns. It, it's like the 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 horizon of our subconscious, uh, you know, the horizon of the ability to be aware of something gets more and more sensitive. And so we start to see more of those moments. So you can start with this kind of practice in a simple way, a light touch, you know, not trying to hold on to mindfulness. So when I offer this as a practice, this recognizing the return of mindfulness as a practice, I often connect it or say, it's kind of a practice of intention. You know, you just remember at the beginning of the day, or maybe three or four times through the day, you know, you might recognize or remember, wow, I haven't been noticing much mindfulness returning. Well, in that moment, you're probably noticing that mindfulness has returned. So take that in. But then in that moment, then recommit. I'm just going to keep trying. You know, I'm just going to keep trying to to recognize when mindfulness returns. And it's not a trying that we're like trying to hold on to it or reach out or try to find those moments, because we can't find those moments. Those moments are a gift. They happen spontaneously. And so the intention is to Be there when those spontaneous gifts arise, when those moments of mindfulness arise. So the intention isn't to try to hold on or to like keep the mindfulness going, but just to recognize those moments of mindfulness returning. So the intention is just to remember several times a day. If you're doing this practice, remember several times a day. Just remind yourself... Well, it doesn't seem like I've been seeing too many of those, but just keep trying. You know, just kind of a little pat yourself on the back. It's okay. Just keep trying. And, and so that, that intention of remembering that it's something you're interested in exploring, it doesn't have to be something that you're remembering constantly through the day, but just a few times a day remembering, this is something that I'm interested in exploring. That will support you that intention will support you to remember occasionally and that's my experience with offering this practice in daily life doing it myself in daily life is that um, you know at first in the exploration of this it only happens occasionally but if you keep that intention the there are more and more kind of recognitions more uh, recognitions that mindfulness has returned you know, even if you even if you only notice it four or five times a day, that may be four or five times more of being mindful in your daily life, right in the midst of what you're doing than you would have had before. And it does seem to build. It seems to um, uh, gain some momentum. It's not that it's not necessarily that we we get a lot of continuity, but we get more of those moments of mindfulness through our day. And it almost begins to build a thread of continuity through our day. Then it it feels like over time, it begins to feel like mindfulness is never very far away. It's almost just like right at the surface, right there. So that practice of recognizing the return of mindfulness is, is something I often offer for daily life practice. Now, the question that was submitted about this practice. I have a question about continuity of awareness practice throughout the day. When I have the intention to notice whenever awareness returns throughout the day, it feels tight, fueling more grasping and not skillful. So I've relaxed the intention to practice this ongoing study awareness and have been using suffering more as the reminder to practice letting the intention go the rest of the time however i know that the buddha said to practice mindfulness in all postures sitting standing walking lying down and i'm trying to reconcile these two approaches and would appreciate any thoughts so it's true that there that the continuity of mindfulness has a power to uh, reveal a lot of what's going on in our minds. However, that continuity isn't something we can do. And and my experience too, is if I'm trying to do that continuity in daily life, it does get tight. And so it sounds like, from the person who asked the question, it sounds like the intention to notice awareness returning through the day is trying to be trying to keep it going through the day. And my guess is because there are other things that we need to do uh, in the day, you know, that, that does feel tight because, you know, when you have to focus on something else, trying to remember in your mind, I need to be mindful of this is it, it creates a tension in the mind to try to focus on something and, you know, like, try to balance your checkbook while you're remembering to be mindful in every moment. You know, it's possible to be mindful while you're balancing your checkbook. But generally that happens when there's a momentum of mindfulness and that mindfulness is, is, is easily coming, not when we're trying to remember it. So that that's the distinction here. And so the, the, um, the encouragement with practicing with this, just noticing mindfulness returning is not to try to hold on to it, as I was describing just a few minutes ago, but just notice when it does return and then get on with your day. So let go of, of trying to be continuously mindful. Now, the, what, what this person says is that just letting suffering be the reminder. You know, that's a great practice. That's a fabulous practice. And that's one that works for me too. In fact, you know, it's like, that's one of my, my biggest mindfulness bells is if there's any kind of suffering, you know, mindfulness is right there. And so, you know, that's kind of recognizing mindfulness arising with some kind of struggle or stress or suffering. And when that happens, having mindfulness return with it can be very powerful. And it sounds like that, uh, that approach for the person who asked the question is allowing there to be more ease with recognizing mindfulness returning they're they're not trying to hold on to the mindfulness they're just allowing the return of mindfulness with with suffering to be what what they um, let be their mindfulness bell essentially so uh, one thing i would generally say is if a particular practice is creating tension or stress in the mind it's not generally a useful practice now for you in that moment because of how you're engaging with it. The the um um you know if you if you're trying to engage with mindfulness of breathing while you're um, doing activity, you know, I have been able to do that at times, but again, only when it's been almost like just right there. You know, just an easeful connection with the breath that's that's so light, I don't have to work at it while I'm doing something else. But if you feel like you have to, you know, connect with the breath and remember the breath while you're trying to do something else, you're going to feel that tension. And so it, how, if, you, if you're feeling a tension in how you're practicing, I would say, yes, Put it put down that practice and find a more easeful practice. But you know, check in here as the, the person's doing in this question. You know, um, I think that there's a, a misunderstanding about the the way that um, connecting to the intention to notice awareness returning throughout the day was understood. So to have that be much lighter, you know, not to try to keep it keep it going. Um, And for myself, you know, reconciling the the idea that um I'm not going to be able to practice mindfulness continuously throughout the day with the encouragement to practice mindfulness continuously throughout the day is really just a matter of um kind of like reality for for me in a way. You know, it's like I have seen that. Trying to so exactly what what I described a moment ago, trying to continuously remember mindfulness throughout my day while I'm engaged with with some other things, has been stressful for the mind. And so, using this other approach of noticing mindfulness returning has given me more capacity to recognize mindfulness in many different situations and has created more conditions in which i can be mindful in the day without that tension in the mind so um, so for me especially in daily life i don't put too much pressure on myself to try to be continuously mindful now when i go on retreat that's another story When I go on retreat, I wouldn't say I put pressure on myself, but my whole job when I'm on retreat is to cultivate mindfulness. That's the, that's, you know, that's what I'm doing in that situation. And, um, you know, there are times in our daily lives, like for instance, when we're, you know, when we're driving, you know, driving or we're, um, um, doing our taxes or whatever, you know, if we have a deadline, something needs to get done. Now, it might be that we could prioritize awareness in our daily lives, too. And yet what I've seen in my own life is when I come up against a deadline and it's like, I need to get this done by this time, then that, because being aware continuously does slow down what we're doing in daily life if it's not an easeful or if it's not if it's not um, that the mindfulness is infusing what we're doing easefully, which is possible. I mean, I, I've seen like in the midst of computer programming, I've seen mindfulness arise and hang out for a little while and and, you know, been amazed that even in this very intensely focused activity, mindfulness can arise. I couldn't have done that while focused on that computer programming, because it would have kind of gotten in the way of all of the um, like things that the mind was having to hold together to do that activity. So that the, there's this interesting paradox that yes, mindfulness can enter a, any activity, but sometimes in order to really see it in a natural way, and that's what I'm I'm pointing to here is like seeing what's happening throughout our day in a natural way, not through, okay, I'm going to try to be mindful of every single movement, which makes things a little bit, it's, it's, uh, it can make things a little bit less um, natural. Sayadaw Utejaniya has a phrase, when awareness becomes natural. And that's when there is this momentum of awareness. And awareness can, I like this word infuse, awareness can just infuse whatever we're doing and be very present for whatever we're doing. But that's a momentum of mindfulness that develops over time. And my own experience is that this cultivation of recognizing these moments of mindfulness returning Begins to get that ball of the momentum of mindfulness rolling so that we can begin to see mindfulness in the midst of something more um, focused or intensive. So, um, yeah, I think I'll stop there and see if there's any any comments or questions or reflections about this this topic. Oh, wait, there's one more piece I want to say. there's some other daily life practices that can be really useful. I talked, we talked about the one noticing when suffering arises. Another one that can be really useful as a way to kind of begin to get the juices going in daily life, one that I used at the very beginning of my practice, was if there's something happening in your life that's like really, you know, interesting to you to get to know more about, to learn more about. So at the beginning of my practice, I was really struggling with anger and I was very motivated to learn something about how anger worked in my mind. And so I chose noticing when anger arose as my project, as my thing I wanted to notice in daily life. I didn't worry too much about being mindful at other times. It's just like I wanted to be there when anger arose. And so that's another way into mindfulness in daily life. Pick something that is interesting for you or you want to learn something about and let that be kind of your intention or your focus for, for the, uh, the mindfulness. It's, it's serving a similar purpose to, you know, kind of like noticing when mindfulness returns throughout the day. It's just kind of the intention to recognize when mindfulness is returning in connection with a particular thing. And uh, the person in the question found that noticing mindfulness arising with suffering was easy. And so that's great. You know, that's fine to use, to use that. So comments or questions? Yeah, Fred.
1: After I took uh, your daily life retreat last time, I made myself some little cards and just, am I aware? And I placed those just around as reminders. Great. (laughs) You know, and uh, I remember- How how did it work
0: for you? I'm sorry? How did it work for you?
1: It works fine you know, uh, it, it brings, it brings me back.
0: Right. What I found with those kind of reminders and I've used those too in my, in my house, I find I have to move them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can't leave them in the same spot because at some point you stop seeing it. So they
1: become part of the furniture. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or,
0: you know, even different colors or something Mm -hmm. that makes it different, you know, you need, you need to change it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Great. Thanks. Fred. Charles Lee. And then pre run.
1: Hi. Hi. can Hi. you hear me?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Did I have these uh Apple AirPods and I'm not sure how I don't know. They work like magic. Because <laughs> <laughs> even with just one one in one ear, you can hear me. Um yeah, that I really you know, this topic uh really exploded for me. I I uh I don't know, Joseph Goldstein's voice was in my head a lot, (laughs) you know, talking about awareness. But uh, uh, one thing that you said struck me, um, you know, um, going on retreat and, and, you know, made me think of retreat as kind of a, you know, a very controlled environment, but even a daily, you know, your daily sit or my daily sit is that controlled environment where um, just the simple act of, you know, noticing coming back the basic instruction, noticing coming back to uh, to your anchor to the anchor um, is uh, kind of like a, a microcosm of that daily life practice of you know kind of coming back to noticing when when mindfulness arises. Uh, but one question I had, I guess, was um, what um, what are things that can condition kind of the arising of mindfulness? in daily life i know obviously you know it's not you know we don't do it but you know what are the things uh in daily life that may you know condition mindfulness or awareness to arise
0: well i think the the one of the key things is having that intention to notice when it does arise you know that that for me was so crucial Um, just to, and to, to kind of just recognize, yeah, you know, like I would remember when I first started this kind of practice, I would remember like at lunchtime, I'd be making lunch. It's like, wow, I haven't noticed mindfulness returning at all, you know, this morning. And and I was like, that's okay. I'm just going to keep trying, you know, so that intention somehow kind of seeds the mind to, um, uh, connect with it returning more. So that's one thing. Um, and then there are other things that that you'll notice in your own experience. Uh, each person has their own kind of uh, conditioning where we will have mindfulness return based on kind of, you know, our lives, our life's conditioning. Um, for me, it tends to be when things are unpleasant, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's like, I wake up when things are unpleasant. Um, and so, you know, it's very interesting to me to, to, to have recognized that. Um, it wouldn't be what I would have thought. So, you know, the arising of suffering is, is one thing that does wake me up too. Um, I also noticed, as I mentioned earlier, you know, like change in the environment will wake me up if if like i'm sitting and suddenly you know the phone rings if i'm if i'm kind of like involved in something and suddenly the phone rings it's like you know yes mindfulness will return there so so something you know startling the mind will have mindfulness return so there's a lot of different conditions and and this is something that exploring this noticing of mindfulness returning helps us to recognize the various things that do condition mindfulness to return. Um, in terms of the wholesome, there's some wholesome qualities that that condition mindfulness to return. And um, um, careful attention is what, is what uh, the Buddha says, you know, Yoniso Manasikara is the wise attention is the, Condition for mindfulness returning. And it's kind of like mindfulness conditions mindfulness. That's, you know, that's, that's, it's kind of that. And so the more we, the more we recognize mindfulness, the more we condition the future arising of mindfulness. That's actually how it all unfolds. Um, And so the intention, for me, the intention to be curious about it is the first, you know, the first step almost.